Hello everyone and welcome back to the Game Week 24 episode of the FPL Banger Podcast. My name is Siva and I'm joined by Sam. Sam, just 24 hours to go to the deadline, so enough with the pleasantries. Straight into it. What do you do about Man United and their double game week next week? I want to hear what you would do, Siva. I... Anyway, hi. Hi, Siva. Hello. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I know you say give it the pleasantries, but at least say hi, man. Come on. It has been two weeks, I know. Uh, but I mean, it's just, it's so, uh, I mean, nothing has changed, right? We, you know, before we went off, uh, United were, weren't that good of a team. During the break, they've somehow managed to get knocked out of the cup by Middlesbrough, despite having a pen, hitting the post, missing an open goal. Six big chances created. Six big chances and six created. six big chances missed. And the reason I bring up United, I mean, it's the first question we got here from Cyrus uh, a good friend of the pot. Should I sell Ronaldo and get someone cheaper or get Salah in? Now, I sold Ronaldo last week. I knew there was a possible double coming up, but I was like, I've, I've had enough. Screw this. Like, just, just get out of my team, you fraud. And I sold him. I moved the money to get Kevin De Bruyne. I'm very happy. I'm not thinking about getting Ronaldo back in. I'll be very honest with you, Sam. But you don't own any United assets. Are you considering anyone, bearing in mind they have the double next week against Brighton and Southampton? I, if I had Ronaldo, I wouldn't sell now because the double is coming, right? Would I bring him in? No, I wouldn't because I feel that despite the double, besides the two fixtures, there are way many more players that are better value than Ronaldo right now. Um, I do think he'll probably score, you know, a few goals, I guess, in these next few weeks. But I feel, you know, there are other players who you can get who are cheaper who can probably get you that same amount of goals, points or more. So yeah, that's my answer. But then if you're talking about bringing Salah into the equation, right? Because then it's it's not a should I hold Ronaldo thing now. It's more a should I keep Ronaldo or start bringing in Salah or something like that. Um, I wouldn't bring Salah in this week, I think. I don't think he's going to start. I know he's superhuman, but how, what is it? Did he play like 420 minute games? in two weeks, in a week or something like that, right? Yep. Like way too many. No matter how fit you are, you got to take a break. And um, easy opposition, I think. Uh, fairly easy, I guess. They're playing against Leicester. I think they can afford to leave him on the bench for this game before bringing him back in, you know, the following week. Especially since um, there are quite a few players who came back. So I wouldn't take a minus four to, you know, to move Salah in this week. Okay, so that's uh, the fairly narrow question. And I think I, uh, most people would agree with that. But the reason I asked about United is because whatever transfers you make this week influences your, uh, how you can bring in United assets next week. So you're in the mood where you won't bring in Ronaldo unless you already own him. Fine. What about the rest, right? Because we've got questions here from FPL Hafiz. What about uh, Alonso to Delor? We've got other questions from listeners here about Bruno Fernandes. Now, Bruno Fernandes looked really good against Middlesbrough, but they still lost, and he still missed some really good chances. Uh, Ronaldo missed the pen, so maybe he gets the next pen. I don't know. But given Bruno's you know record in the last double game week, and he seems to be playing further up the pitch now, are you considering Bruno or Delo or even De Gea? I think Dalo, Dalo, Dalo. I think he's a good option. Um, he's too cheap, right? I mean, he's only four point five. He has been starting most games. I wouldn't say all, so we can't use the word nail yet because he did not start against Wolves. Coincidentally, we lost against Wolves. 
right? Uh, I think it's our only loss in the Premier League so far since uh, Ralph took over. So does that mean his place is to say, I do think he is the first choice right back. The problem is that Wan Bisaka is not that far behind. So with games coming in close, I wouldn't be surprised to see him rested for one game, you know, and Wan Bisaka comes in or something like that. But however, 4.5 is really cheap. I, I like... I mean, if you can, if you're looking for a United defender, I think Dalo is probably the only option you should consider. But you'd have De Gea ahead of him, right? Like, I would take... I mean, depending on how your keeper situation is, I would rather have De Gea as a priority from the United defense just because save points, you know? You guys concede shots for fun. True, true. But De Gea is quite expensive, I feel. And I don't know. Okay, so maybe that's just me because I'm very happy in my keeper situation now. I don't see a need to you know to transfer Ramsdale out for the hair. He doesn't play in twenty five, mate. Ramsdale doesn't, but see, I already have a backup keeper, Sanchez, who you know I've already planned his blanks. So Sanchez will play when Ramsdale blanks, and Ramsdale plays when Sanchez blanks. So, so that's just me. But team dependent, I don't know. I still feel there are other keepers who are better. I prefer getting Saar over. The hair. Although I guess you could, you know, use the transfer, get the hair in for his double, then transfer out, get Sa in for his double. But do you really want to waste that many transfers on keepers? All right. Uh, I don't think we should dwell too much on that because I think a lot of people already have, like you, a settled keeper situation. Either they already have uh, De Gea or Sanchez. I think I'm unique in the regard that I have Ramsdale and Jordan Pickford for reasons I don't really want to get into now. <laughs> Bruno Fernandes said. Let's talk about Bruno Fernandes. Okay, this this one, I want you to give me what you really think. Because, I mean, I don't have a United attacker going to next week. And he seems like the standout United attacker, which means he's also the standout captaincy option. Yeah, I think um, you retweeted um, on you know on our FPL Banger Twitter something about um, now that Pogba is back, we can see that Bruno is playing further forward because he trusts Pogba to run the midfield. Um, if that continues, that would be really good. Uh, it really uh, um, highlights Bruno's appeal, I guess. I would use this week to to maybe watch and see first how we play against Burnley. And if that is true, if it wasn't just a one-game anomaly, right? But So with Pogba in, Bruno really gets forward. He gets more chances. Then, yeah, I would heavily consider bringing in Bruno during the double. Yeah, I also, uh, we've just found out that Fred has tested positive for COVID and will miss this week as well as he's a risk for Southampton, according to Ranik. So, long story short, you bring in Bruno uh, and you would have Bruno as sort of the standout captaincy next week. Because uh, bearing in mind next week is... Long story short, I would use this week against Burnley to see how we play. And if we still play bad against Burnley, then there's no hope for us, right? (laughs) (laughs) And I wouldn't bring any United player in the, the following week. That is also an option, right? Because if, depending on how bad the Burnley performance is and if you know Salah's back next week, Salah gets Burnley and a much better double in 26 and you get to save a transfer. Correct, correct. Yeah, so I guess United, um, I will hold off one more week before deciding. Okay, I love it. I mean, I'm rolling my transfer, so I think that is uh, the optimum way to go if you don't already own. Uh, let's talk about forwards because start at the top of the pitch. Uh, we have a question here from Lee. Should we stop investing in strikers and just play one between five to seven mil? Only one striker has reached the 100-point mark and he's out of form. That's Antonio. 
uh, FPL Mahir, who would you sell among King and Dennis? <laughs> and FPL Hafiz, what do I do with my two Watford strikers? Now, Watford have a double in 26. It's been announced. They will play against Villa and Palace. I put myself through the pain of watching Burnley and Watford, Sam, and it was not a good game. Uh, but, I mean, Watford had slightly more chances. I thought Jao Pedro had a few chances. Josh King had, you know, good XG, but can't finish to save his life. I would probably keep at least one Watford attacker. I don't. I wouldn't move both out at this stage. Yeah, I mean, I think it got. It's got to be Dennis, right? If you have both. Yeah, but you don't know. If... It has to be. Come on. I mean, right? I mean, if you're gonna keep one. Yeah, I mean, at least the benefit is you know King is bad. You haven't seen Dennis under Hodgson yet. I I think this is again another situation where you just wait through this week because we don't know how Hodgson's gonna set up with Dennis back in the team, with Saar as well back in the team, I would wait one week. I don't think there's an urgent priority to move because all forwards are bad. And that's coming back to Lee's question. Apart from Kane, who I own, and I think, you know, we'll talk about Kane more, but I think Kane's a good option. I don't think there's any standout forward option that you need to own right now. Not right now, right? But the new signings haven't really kicked in yet. I do feel that Chris Wood will do well at Newcastle. Um, We have to wait and see, right? But... I, I really do feel <laughs> something in me. Maybe it's just a Chris Wood fanboy that I am. But Who the hell is a Chris I Wood like fanboy? <laughs> I, me and the whole of New Zealand, maybe. Um, yeah, and then there's also um, what? Wagos? Did I get it right? Vout. Wood, Wagos. Wood, Wood. It's Wood, I think. No, it's Vout. Vout? Yes, yes. Ah, okay. It's Vout Veghorst. You say it like a V. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, Vout Vekos. Okay, we've, we've spent enough time trying to say it. Uh, anyway, promising. Um, he had a promising... Uh, not the best, but you know, he's his very first game, literally thrown right in just a few days after his transfer. I think he can... He will um, start to do better, I guess. I wouldn't go as far to say he'll do well, but better. Good enough to start considering him since it's only um, 6.5, right? Yeah. Burnley were, were so really awful, not- but... I mean, yeah. like you say, first game, and it was it was really bad conditions. Like the corner flag was collapsing, the the, the wind was blowing, it was raining heavily. Uh, Hodgson said at the end of the match that it was, I was so focused, I didn't notice how wet I was. Make of that what you will. Um, <laughs> I, I yeah. Plus, take into account that Burnley hasn't played a game for like what is it a month, and then a month before that as well. But surely, Sam, I think Corne is the option to go for from Burnley because. Corne is playing oh, yes, up top definitely. with Weghorst. And if you're going for Corne, then the, my second question would be, do you really want double Burnley attack? Well, if they do have that double game week, uh, I mean, they are having that double game week, right? Yep. And if they start getting double game weeks, because uh, I think they were three, four games in hand, something like that. Ben Krellin says four. that they, he expects them to have a double in 27 as well against Palace and Leicester, which means they could have a double-double. Yeah, so then, and if Wekos, um <laughs> hesitated, <laughs> trying to remember how you how to pronounce it, but anyway, yeah, if he starts doing well these next few games, then, you know, having double Burnley, as crazy as it might sound, might be an option, 26-27. Okay, uh, any other strikers uh, at this time that you're looking at? Um, Kane, which you already touched upon earlier, and you have, but... I, uh, most of us don't. I was really impressed by Kane, so I'm kind of jealous of you, Siva. I know I made fun of you the last pod, but the last pod was like, you know, months ago. 
So things have changed in FPL since then, and I I really think Kane is great. I his performance against uh, Brighton was really good, right? That first goal, amazing. Second goal, uh, Asan made a great run and he kind of tapped it in. But that's good. That's what you want to see, right? Because um, it's not that simple to have an ugly tapped in, you know. Um, I remember Rashford having a chance like that, but he just kind of stopped running, right? So <laughs> it shows <Yeah>. that... He... <laughs> no, do you remember that? So you need a certain um, like striker's instinct positioning to continue chasing after the ball. A little bit of hunger, you can say, I guess. So it shows that, you know, he's getting there. I do think Kane is coming to form. I do think that a lot of us will be wanting to get him in uh, in the next few weeks. So kudos to you, Siva, for being ahead of the curve. Yeah, I thank thank you. I mean, I I I, I do think it, uh, his stats are definitely up. Uh, we tweeted something today. Uh, shots are up, shots on target, uh, a non-pen XG, all in games under Conte versus uh, his stats under Nuno. And Conte's spoken about how he wants to get him in the box. Like you say about the, that second goal, he's there in the right position. He's not at the halfway line, like Kane sometimes is. Uh, but yeah, let's let's touch upon that. Wait, um, so Conte was uh, a pundit during the World Cup, right? Or Euros? Euros, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he was commenting on the England match, and he mentioned that you know although Kane is really good at linking up play, blah blah blah, you know he's creative, he's great. But if I was the manager, I would stick him in the box because that's where he's the most effective. He said that. Then he becomes. Spurs manager. So a lot has been said about Kane playing deep, sometimes moving wide um, when Nuno was in charge. Now he's there. I guess he's drilling the instinct to stay in the box back to Kane because for so long he's been coming back, uh, you know, becoming a, 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 a provider and a sister. You know, we started making a joke about it because he's like almost a centre-back uh, in some games. So maybe finally that training, that positional training is starting to come through and he's finding himself sticking into the box more. So hopefully that's the case and um, then we finally have a good striker to have. All right. And uh, we had a question here about uh, from uh, MCR Cam's son or Kane for the double game week 26. So if you had to pick between son and Kane, Sam. That's a tough one. Um, team dependent, of course, right? Um, obviously both would be great if you can afford it, but I think once put one Salah in, then it becomes a bit hard. I would go, if you had to bring in one, right, I would go Sun, simply because he's cheaper and I do believe he would be matching Kane's output, I guess, or somewhere around there. If Kane plays well, Sun will play well too, you know. Um, a, Kane has that talisman effect, right? But again, all depends on the team. If you're really happy with your midfield already and you hate your strikers, you could just spend the money, put Kane in and leave him there for the rest of the season. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, that um, is the big factor for me. your only striker. Strikers are all yeah, bad, right? So, that's why Kane stands team up. Dependent. Um, yeah, team dependent. Yeah, team dependent. The thing is, if you're like me, all my strikers are pretty cheap, so I can't really make the jump to Kane without sacrificing somewhere else in my team. So yeah, team dependent, like I said. But if I had to choose one objectively, I would go Sun because he's cheaper. All right. And since you are on budget forwards and we got a lot of questions about budget forwards, uh, people are talking about Otson Edward, who I am not a fan of because he doesn't seem to play you know, beyond 60 minutes, but he's got some goals in recent weeks, three goals in the last four. Uh, Ivan Tony has come back into the conversation. 
any budget forward, Sam. That's because Ericsson is back. Is there? Er- Ericsson is there, and Tony uh, has been forgiven for whatever he said during the break about Brentford. And he also did. <laughs> which we can't repeat on the pod because kids might be listening. No, we cannot. Yes. So, which budget forward would you be going for, Sam, if you were going in this week? I do like um, Edward because he's cheap, 6.5. He's in form. Uh, what's this? Three goals, two assists in his last four games. Three goals, four assists in his last six games, right? So, pretty good. Uh, Concern, like you said, you know, he doesn't... He he gets stopped off a lot at 60 minutes. And it's because they have two options, I guess. They have um, both Mateta... Mateta? Yeah. (laughs) Mateta and, um, to a lesser extent, Benteke too, right? Um, I like Olis. Although he's, he's a midfielder, so yeah. I do like bringing Edward because then you have the double. Um, Palace do have a double in 26. So yeah, I, I'll be okay with moving in on Edward. Besides that, Mopi not this week, but then he has a double next week in 25. So might be a decent option. He, he slowly ticks in with the points, right? Not explosive at all. 5 points, 5 points, 5 points, 6 points. But, you know, that's decent for a 6.5 striker. You're, you don't mind the fact that Edward's getting subbed off early. You think that's alright at that price? I do mind it, but, you know, if if you're getting it for the double, 60 minutes, 60 minutes, that's alright. <laughs> that's 120 minutes, so that's pretty alright. You know, still enough time to, to do well in two games. But if it wasn't for the double, I wouldn't be considering Edward. Okay. And Mopé did recently get benched against uh, Chelsea. But beyond that, he's yeah, been I a think that's more. Yeah, I think that was just more, you know, being rested, I guess. Because that was during the double, right? They had a double game week. So games really close to each other. I think it was just rested. Okay. And no one crazy like Nanny Welbeck for you? Fine. No, no. The others would be, you know, the ones I mentioned earlier, right? Um, Wood and Wood. Walt and Wood. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so aside from them, don't really see anyone. Um, yeah. And I think the fact that these options are all so uninspiring would come back to a point I think made on the previous pod is that I think 4-5-1 uh, or 5 for one even, it, both genuine options right now because look at your template teams, right? Everybody has Trent and Cancelo. So they're effectively two plays you're not getting anything out of. Everyone will have Salah and probably Jota or Robertson, depending. So I think you can afford to go heavy in midfield and defense. You don't really need, you know, two strikers now or three. And that's why I feel comfortable owning people like Jao Pedro and Dennis who I feel comfortable benching because they're cheap enough to bench. Agreed, agreed. Yeah. Nacho. Yeah, I just realized. Um he's back. He played last night. Yes, in the was it last night, two nights ago? No, yeah. he played last night. Um, he scored in the the four one defeat to Yeah, Morris. he scored, they lost, but you know, it's encouraging that he starts. Um we for those of you who played since last year, you remember that Nacho went on this crazy run, um, the second half of the year. We are in the second half of this year now, so it could happen, you know, uh with Vardy's injury. We have to wait and see, but um, you know, just want to keep your eye on, I guess. Yeah, I guess after the Liverpool game, uh, a Leicester attacker isn't the worst option. I'm really not uh, keen on going more than one, but they do play in game week 30, and a lot of teams blank that week, so it might be useful. 
they do blank in 27, though. I guess it depends. Once again, team-specific. I think we spent enough time on forwards. Let's go to defenders, right? So we talked about Dalo. Uh, we've got a question here from Fantasypedia. Best Loughton replacements? CFC Nick, uh, do I move on Region and Bernardo to Dean, Laporte, KDB? Uh, FPL Folk, best third Liverpool asset if you have Trent and Salah. Now, all these questions have something in common, which is defenders, right? Sam, you own Robertson. Is that the best defender to get in right now? Or are there other... That was a good move, right? (laughs) Yes, it was a very good (laughs) move. I was surprised at how well it worked out. The bad thing is everyone wants Robertson now. I thought it's going to be my nice little differential. Everyone has Robertson right now. Um, I mean, everyone is planning to get Robertson in. I only, I think, if you're playing a wild card, I think a lot of people are not going to take transfers because we've all got different priorities now with the doubles. I don't think people will be moving to Robertson just because they don't have that transfer to spare. True, true. Especially if you're saving that third spot for Salah. Um, so, Robertson, to me, still the best pick. Insanely in form. Uh, came on during their FA Cup game and had an assist within, like, I don't know, 10 minutes or something like that. Crazy. Um, aside from Robertson, Laporte has to be the second best option, right? Um, if you're talking about, you know, no maximum price. Yeah, I mean, I, I, w- I would say definitely Laporte's the next big thing. And I think Laporte at the price is an amazing value. And I to come to the question right there, CFC Nick is talking about uh, between Dean and Laporte, for me, it's no contest, right? You're getting the best defense in the league. I don't care about rotation risk when you can get clean sheets almost every week. I would take Laporte every single day. And his, his non-pen yeah. XG threat is so much higher than Dean. You, Dean, you're relying on assists and assists rely on the finishing of Ollie Watkins. And I would say those are very, <laughs> that's a very bad combination. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, long term, I do think that Dean would do well. But right now, uh, with the fixtures that City have coming up, I don't think you can do worse than Laporte. Um, uh, his question, though, is Regulon worth... Holding. Now, this one is interesting. I don't know. What do you think? I'm a bit worried about his minutes. Um, he hasn't really nailed down that starting role lately. And I think that... Um, I can't... Suddenly, I can't remember his name. Sesenyon. Yes, that's right. Ryan Sesenyon. Um, finally, you know, he's showing... Uh, has a coach that believes in him, I guess, uh, since his move to Spurs. And Conte has said some good stuff about uh, Sassinon. So I still think Regulon is the first choice. But when games are coming thick and fast, when they're close to each other, I, you know, benching Regulon for Sassinon, I don't think Conte has any issue with that. So I would be worried. I am worried as a Sassinon, uh, as a Regulon owner. I would be. I sold him last week uh, for Laporte. And I, I quite clearly uh, figured out that, I mean, I'm very confident that his minutes are not safe. He will start games, but it's clear that Conte doesn't trust him to finish the game. And he likes to take off one of the wingbacks and try and throw on an attacker. So he's been doing this quite a bit, a Reguilon off for Sessegnon. And that's fine when you're taking off with the clean sheet intact. Perfectly fine. But when you're chasing a game, and let's just say you've already conceded, there's no point owning a wingback if he's not going to get attacking returns. So for me, and I just think Conte is brave enough to make these subs at halftime. He did it against Southampton, if you remember, taking Reguilon off. So I don't want to sign up for that. I want a, a player who plays 90 minutes. Yeah. So Regulon definitely on the way out for me too. 
not necessarily this week because I got other transfers to make, but you know, um, in the pipeline, I guess. And to to come back to FPL Folk's question, best third Liverpool asset for double game week twenty six. It's a bit ahead of us, but let's just you know chat about it now. You already have Robertson. I'm still on Jota. I don't think I can get to Robertson unless I take some hits. Do you think Robertson's ahead of Jota right now? In terms of your third Liverpool asset? Uh, yeah, I do, based on form, right? Like, Robertson's form is insane. And, you know, added um, bonus of having clean sheets compared to Jota. So, my ideal Liverpool tree, Trent, Robertson, and Salah. Jota's form's pretty good, mate. I mean, I love... I, 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 he scored in the FA Cup, looked really good. Yeah. And he's but, guaranteed to start against Leicester, you'd assume, because Mane and Salah are still working their way back. Correct. Um, yeah, but Robertson's form is even better. <laughs> right? I mean, look at his last few Premier League games, man. The last three starts, right? So the last start, Crystal Palace 2 assists. The game before that, Brentford assists and clean sheet and three bonus points. Um, then he had sus- he was suspended a few games. But the one before that against first goal and assists, nine points. Two bonus points. What more could you ask for, man? Um I mean, they are close. Definitely, they are close. Jota and Robertson. I don't think there's too much between them. It's just, um, I don't know, the way I wanted to structure my team, I guess. Uh, to come to Blue Nick's question, you know, addition of Diaz, Curtis Jones, Harvey Elliott all back, is rotation going to be an issue with local assets for the next few game weeks? And if so, who do you think is most likely to be affected? I'm assuming your answer here is going to be Jota. Actually... Um, Jota, you know, rotates with Firmino as a striker. It looks like um, Diaz is more um, on the left wing, so he would be competing with Mane. Uh, Curtis Jones and Javier Elliott has actually been playing a lot in the midfield, you know. Um, so they're part of that midfield rotation. So I don't think it will affect our, our FPL assets too much. All right. Wait, going back, we didn't answer uh, one of the questions about Lawton replacements. We didn't talk about budget defenders, basically. I thought Delo covered it. Would you have anybody else apart from Delo? Uh, I would I would like to present a case for Wolves defenders. Ooh, okay. And it's scary because they got, you know, they have so-called hard fixtures coming out, right? But they've done really well in their hard fixtures um, previously. So I think um, a Wolves defender. I have Cody. But I also really like Alt Nuri, who um, is cheaper. He's 4.3. And pretty much nailed, I think, um, on his spot. He only was out of the team because of injury. So now the fixtures coming up does look scary. Arsenal, Spurs, Leicester, Arsenal again. Um, but that's it. In their previous... Um, so their last game against United, they won 1-0 away. Uh, they played Chelsea. It was a 0-0 draw. City, they considered one goal. Liverpool, they considered one goal. That's pretty insane, I think. Um, so defensively, I think they're extremely solid. If you're looking for a long-term hole, right, I guess, um, a Wolves defender would be good. Plus, they double in 26. So, so yeah, I mean, yeah, just presenting a case for them, I guess. So would you take them? Could they double in 26, United double in 25. I don't think you want to switch around your budget defenders too much. Would you take Ait Nuri or Cody ahead of Dalot? Well, at least you know their place is nailed, right? 
And they are a better defensive team. So I guess it depends on what kind of manager are you. If you are all about the form, right, then definitely Wolves are in better defensive form compared to United. However, if you want to play the fixtures, then United has easier fixtures. So then Dalo, I guess. But risk of benching in one of the doubles. Okay, fair enough. A question here from AKFPL who writes a really good captaincy thread every week for uh, All About FPL. I would recommend you check that out. Now, AK is asking us, which Arsenal players would you get if you were to triple up on them? What am I seeing, Sam? Triple Arsenal. I, 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 am tri- I have triple Arsenal right now. What the hell? The yeah. Who, who um, do you have? I regret it, though. I have Ramsdale. That's okay. Smith Rowe. I still have Smith Rowe. And I have Lacazette. Mate, even Arsenal fans don't own Lacazette. Why are you still holding on? I don't want Lacazette, but I just don't have the transfer to take, to take him out. So, he's stuck. I never get it when people say they don't have the transfer. I mean, you have you have a transfer each week. Yeah, but who, who am I going to bring him in that can convincingly prove to me that, uh, you know, that they will score more than Lacazette's too? <laughs> This is why strikers. You, you know, so I'm bad. getting it. So anybody yeah. would score more than Lacazette. Mate. He's he's so. I think there was a stat I saw. Lacazette in the entire season has less shots on target than Kane had in in the month of February. No, the month of January. Yeah. yeah. No, so I I mean I don't want to take a hit to get Lacazette out, which then you know. So then I've if it's straight transfer. Who am I going to bring in? I'm not going to bring Kane. I have Dennis. I have Mope. Who else is there? For now, you know, it might be Chris Wood next week. We'll have to wait and see. Um, if I had to triple out on an Arsenal team, now bear in mind they do have blanks coming up, so I don't know if he knows this. I'm sure AK but, knows uh, it, but I would assume you play. <laughs> <laughs> I assume yeah. you work your chips around, right? Like I've also looked at Arsenal. Yes, they have blanks, but they also have a double in 26, which looks decent on paper, and they have good fixtures 28 onwards. So I assume you either you're free hitting somewhere or you're benching somewhere, or you've got a decent bench to cover it. Yeah. So, anyway, for listeners who don't know, Arsenal blank 25, double 26, blank again 27. Um, so, that's the risk. Um, you have to work around that if you want Arsenal players. Ideal Arsenal 3, um, Ramsdale, or Tierney. I really like Tierney, actually. He's been putting up insane numbers, you know, in his last few games. Let me just bring it up quickly. Clean sheet against Burnley, assist against City, goal against Norwich, blank against Leeds, but then clean sheet against West Ham, assist and clean sheet against Southampton, assist and clean sheet against Everton. That was his first start after his injury. So, really good form. Um, yeah, I like Tierney, I like Martinelli and Saka. So, four players for three spots, I guess. Um, choose one defender. I'm not going to double up on two Arsenal defenders. So... Tierney, Saka, Gabriel, if you had to choose three. Hmm. Okay, I have a slightly different answer. Baseline bo- bonus points since Ramsdale and Tomiyasu joined, which is game week four. Ramsdale is way ahead. I mean, like, light years ahead of everybody else. That day, he got three bonus points against Burnley without making a single save. <laughs> he just does this. So if you need a keeper, Ramsdale's the guy to go. But if you don't need a keeper... I'm fine with Tierney. I think Tierney is a good pick. Uh, if you can't get to Tierney, Ben White for me is the next best pick. 4.5 is still really good value for what he offers. Nailed every week. And between Saka and Martinelli, 
it's Martin Lenny for me all day long because points since I think it's game week 14 when Martin Lenny became a starter, 46 to 44. Martin Lenny is only two points behind, but he's got better XG, 2.61 to Sathas 2.19. XA slightly less, but Martin Lenny also has the benefit of he, that he might play in number nine during their pre their middle break season training in Dubai. He's been experimenting with playing as a center forward. Because Lacazette is one of the worst footballers ever, so I think <laughs> I think Martinelli. He's not that bad. It's just that he's more a link-up player compared to um, a goal scorer. He's a poor man's Giroud, right mate, and he's shorter. And we try and cross to yeah. him, he can't head it. It's, it's, and you sold Giroud, and and to, anybody yeah. who hasn't seen Giroud's uh, two goals for Milan yesterday, I, I I suggest you check it out. But yeah, those would be my three. I think you go for Ramsdale. If you don't need a keeper, then I would take either White or Tierney. I'm fine with White. I think the, the the price saving is really useful to have a bench option for the rest of the season, to be honest with you. And then I would take Martinelli or Osaka. Okay, yeah. I would just like to add, though, since you mentioned about bonus points for Ramsdale. Tierney, since he's back from injury in this past six weeks, has had 10 bonus points. He is mopping up bonus points like crazy. But then, In the same period... Is also um, due Ramsdale to attacking returns, right? Sorry. Yeah, but um, that's what I mean. I mean, he's still attacking returns, bonus, clean sheets. What else could you ask for? So I really, really like Tierney. If it wasn't for the blanks, Tierney was actually like top of my priority transfers for defenders um, after Robertson. Yeah, that's the only tricky thing in Arsenal. You really got to have a strategy to try and work around the blanks. I think uh, not going to be easy for a lot of people unless you have a very good bench because you're also going to have to bench Liverpool players who blank in 27 unless you free hit that week. Yep, it's going to be tough. So recommend you guys um, get some sort of transfer planner. Um, I think me and Siva both used live FPLs one on their site so you could check that out. Free plug for him. Um, But he does a great job anyway so I don't mind doing that. Okay. We've got a lot of questions here about chip strategy and all that. I... I think it's hard because everybody's got very different teams. It's really hard to tell you what's the best strategy for everybody. Sam, briefly, do you have any idea what your chip strategy is? Or are you... Here's my suggestion, right? Don't make a transfer this week. Wait until next week because by next week, we will have confirmed doubles for 27. Might just be one double, but we'll know for sure. That's what Ben Credlin tells us. And we'll have a better idea of the fixture going forward. So I would just wait one more week. Yeah, I like that. I think there's still so much uncertainty, so I haven't um, really set my strategy yet. So I'll do pretty much what you said, except I am making a transfer this week. <laughs> I'll take a hit next week if I need to, but um, I need I have to take a transfer this week. Yeah, I only have one free hit left, and I I mean, my general idea, because right now you have only three fixtures confirmed for Game Week 30, you only have two blanks for Game Week 27, so my plan would simply be to work around 27 on free transfers and hits and maybe Game Week 30 use the free hit. But like I say, this is why I'm, I'm saving the transfer this week because I really want to know, 27, we could have a double for Burnley. That's what Ben Krellin expects. And if that's confirmed, right, they get a double-double, 26-27. Corne goes... It's Corne time. It's Corne yeah. time, mate. Corne looked good against uh, Watford. I, I Burnley looked bad as a team, but Corne, if anything's going to happen, it's going to be Corne. Agreed, agreed. I'm closely looking at him as well. All right. 30 minutes, uh, slightly more than 30 minutes. Sam, who is the captain this week? Sun. 
I'm really happy he came back in time. I'm really happy I didn't sell him. Um, I took the risk of not selling him. Worked out well. So Suns, captain at home against Southampton. I love it. Proper differential because nobody owns Sun this week. Yeah, because everyone sold him. Everyone, yeah. So Look good against Brighton. I mean, that, that goal that Kane scored, it's all created by Sun. That run reminded me of the goal against Burnley a few years ago where he won the, I think it was the Puskas yep. Award. Yeah, yeah. So, like I said, Kane coming into form just bodes well for, you know, all of Spurs uh, attackers. So, Sun. Okay, and Saints also having a bit of injury crisis at the moment. They picked up a lot of injuries. They are likely to miss Broher, amongst others, uh, from resulting from the FA Cup uh, match. So, could be a good one. Spurs at home as well. My captain, Sam, is going to be Kevin De Bruyne. Ah, against Brentford. Against Brentford. And if you own Kevin De Bruyne and you don't captain him, I'd be very disappointed because Brentford have conceded eight times from corners this season. Only Palace and Leicester have a worse record of nine. They conceded twice from corners against Everton in the Cup. They've lost five straight matches in all competitions, conceded 16 goals in that time. And if you go and watch the Everton match, you'll see that for the first goal, Yeri Mina is being marked by Reiko Henry. And uh, I don't know how to explain that, but an analogy would be that's like Ray Mysterio marking the big show. Yeah, yeah. Ray Mina's what six? Six five. Six foot. Six five. Giant. Rico Henry is five. Five seven. I don't know why I say He's one of the shortest players tall. in the league. Wow. Okay. That. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't look good for D- Brentford. Data driven team. I don't know how that happens, but. <laughs> Speaking of that, I forgot to mention, but I really um, like Mares, actually. I, he was doing well, you know, um, until he went off for FCON. Now he's back. He again did well um, in their game, in the FA Cup. So, I got my eye on Mares, actually. Not a bad shot. Not a bad shot, but you know, it is City. Risk of benching always there. So, so yeah. But just want to say in that in his last four starts um, before he went off, he had a goal against Arsenal, goal and assist against Leicester, goal assist against Newcastle, goal assist against Leeds. So if that's not in form, I don't know what is, man. All right, fair, fair. I, I, if I mean proper differential, so I'm always, I'm always game for that kind of shout. I going with De Bruyne because I have him, and also he, he's nailed the start. He came off early, so I feel really confident about that. Uh, and I think that's all for us this week, Sam. We will be back. Schedule um, dependent, I guess. Yeah. Uh, New father and father of two. So we'll we'll try we'll try and do uh, okay. The the next game is only on Saturday, so we'll try and squeeze out you know a, a late pod by Friday. And if not, you'll see us before game week twenty six, which is I mean, let's be honest, you don't really care about the double with United. You care about the double with the teams who actually can play football, like Brighton. <laughs> No mate, no mate. The twenty-six double mate. When when all the good teams double, like Liverpool and Arsenal and and Wolves and and Wolves and Burnley and Watford. Yeah. So okay, um, that's it from us tonight. All right, and in the meantime, get your green arrows, guys. All right, peace out. Oh, this is the thing.